a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Trax Power Sports. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. We'll get to our snow day segment in just a minute. We're headed down to Sundance Resort, but I do want to check in with the Utah Avalanche Center. That means Craig Gordon, our buddy, is back with us. Can you just... Uh, express for yourself as a skier what all of this snow feels like <laughs> because craig we've been talking about it uh, navi and i this morning about the fact that we're skiing runs that we haven't even had access to in probably six or eight years maybe longer oh no kidding tim um it is chokingly deep <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is snorkel depth it is unreal you know to kind of put everything in perspective so past two weeks, Upper Cottonwoods, 100 to 115 inches. I mean, mid-mountain snow depths, 125 to 160 inches. That's settled snow. Park City, 75 to 115 inches, 100 inches of settled snow. Wow. Provo and Ogden, I mean, they, everybody is, is just getting in on this remarkable, remarkable storm cycle. And really, the thing that helped us out, it's not the light, fluffy snow stuff. It is this big fire hose of tropical moisture um, that, that really helped to make everything white. And you nailed it by saying that we're into places that we haven't been in a couple of years. Really, this is um, right along the lines of the 2010-2011 winter. So, I mean, we are gunning and running right now. And the good news, Tim, remember that problem child we had back in mid-November, that persistent week later that Weak, sugary snow, that has just gotten crushed. Yeah, I was going to say it's been smashed. It has been smashed. So that's the good news. The snowpack is happy in its own skin. We're mostly dealing with new snow and storm snow avalanches pretty much across the board. Moderate avalanche danger, especially in upper elevation leeward zones. Looks like we got a beautiful day on tap today. It is cold and kind of diesel chilling cold out there this morning. So definitely uh, dress for that no matter how we're recreating out in the mountains. Got a little clipper coming in, a couple inches of snow, and then kind of off again, on again, snow showers, and then maybe gearing back up later next week or the following week for some more tropical moisture. You know that backcountry conditions are always changing. We're here to get you covered with your one-stop shop for all things Avalanche. Of course, that's utahavalanchecenter.org. Craig, thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you soon. I need a snow day. Well, if you've been in need of a snow day, uh, you must have been living under a rock somewhere because we've had quite a few snow days as, uh, as of late. Navinovskis is actually in the car now, headed up to do some skiing today. No complaints in that regard, are there, Navi? None at all. Okay, I don't live under the rock. I jump off rocks. <laughs> well, you might double think that, too, at this point in your career. 
We were talking to start the show about how when these storms come in from the south, uh, it affects resorts that sometimes miss out when they, when they come across the north of the Great Salt Lake. Uh, and uh, that was the case in one of the past couple of weeks. Matter of fact, the uh, weekend we spent up at uh, Park City turned out to be that way. Yeah, that southern that southern angle comes in juicy, though. When it comes in from the south, there's a whole lot of snow. I mean, uh, Deer Valley gets hit. I mean, Sundance gets hit. Bryant Head gets hit. Yeah. Well, you hit that one right on the head. Sundance is one of those that uh, really has been getting a, a nice amount of snowfall over the last little while. And quite honestly, we just don't connect all that often. I was tr- uh, telling Blaine Wilkie a minute ago from Sundance that we'd like to do that more. Blaine, now you've got my email address. Let's plan on connecting more often. Fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah. Tell us about the snowfall this year. And uh, that last one really got you good. Yeah, this this last, uh, well, actually, all throughout January has gotten us good. But, uh, man, starting in December, we got 86 inches of snow throughout December, but more remarkably from that southern flow, 13 inches of water. I mean, that was just incredible. But then January hit, and uh, just between the 1st and 13th of January, we got 76 inches of snow and 9 inches of water. And that one really uh, really came in hot and heavy and, you know, built us up a, an incredible base. Yeah. Uh, Navi, I think you would agree with me. We talk about resorts like Alta having a nice vibe. I don't know that there's a more beautiful spot uh, than Sundance with uh, where it's located right there. You know, when you're coming up the lift at Sundance, you're gazing so hard at that tip of Nogus that you almost miss the get off. It just, it's just hypnotic. Yeah, uh, and there's some new lifts to uh, uh, enjoy and some new uh, acreage to enjoy as well, Blaine. Right now, I know you got a brand new lift. You put one or two in last year. Yeah, so this year, for this season, we put in one. It's called Wildwood. It's a brand-new quad with 40 acres of brand-new terrain. Super great uh, southern-facing, so you know, warm, awesome runs in the morning. But then last season, we put in two new lifts, including our first high-speed quad, and uh, a brand-new beginner area, which a lot of people have been really pining for, which has three new magic carpets. So really enhanced our ski experience over the past few years. A lot of this has been happening since the, the, the change of ownership, which I'll be honest with you, had some people a little bit nervous. But the commitment to uh, making this resort even bigger, even better than it has been in the past, has been obvious. Yeah, we appreciate that. They've They've been... Yeah, put the, their money where their mouth is, or so to speak. And uh, over the past two years, we've spent about $25 million on uh, mainly just the ski experience for gas, which uh, is pretty remarkable. In addition to the lifts and new terrain and revamping in a restaurant, uh, we've also put a lot of money in snowmaking just so that we can you know, have great early and late season snow. You haven't had to turn that on very much, have you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did it the first of the season, and then not anymore. <laughs> yeah. This water content is the other thing that's so impressive. It's one thing to talk about uh, the actual numbers of inches, but the water content has been amazing. I would imagine that uh, puts a little extra work on the shoulders of your ops team up there, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all need the water, so we're super grateful for that. You know, maybe maybe we could turn it off for just a just a minute to give them a breather. But uh, yeah, it does put a pretty big strain on the team. We've had so many avalanche control mornings just because of that heavy water content. That team's been working 
days, nights, and, and weeks without uh, much rest. But uh, we're excited to, you know, make the mountain safe and, and have fun for our guests. In fact, people have shared their skiing areas they haven't been able to in, in years which is pretty amazing. Yeah, we were just talking about that, uh, my, Navi, you and I, about uh, skiing some runs we haven't been able to even get to for a decade. Yeah, and, you know, it, it has to be real snow. They don't have any way to spray those certain runs. But being able to get on them is like, like we skied one last week with your wife, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I've never been on this run, and it was awesome. Well, yeah. It was tough for you, if you remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. See, this is a little inside uh, baseball here, Blaine. But when I ski with Navinomskis and his wife, Gail, and my wife, who uh, was actually born on skis, and I always joke it must have been a painful delivery because she was one of two uh, babies that came out. She's a twin. Uh, but uh, I never know when we get off the lift which way they're going to turn and what's just over the, uh, the the lip there of whatever run, and I usually get myself caught in some things I shouldn't be. But uh, there are some fantastic opportunities out there. I think people probably think that, uh, you know, the snow falls, night comes, sun comes up, uh, lifts begin to run, and that there is no work going on other than a few runs that have been groomed. But, man, the work behind the scenes really is something for resorts like Sundance to do what they do every day. Yeah, amen to that. I mean, the teams that uh, are working through the night grooming and then, you know, the ski patrol on a control morning, they're getting up at 4 a.m. to try to get the mountain ready to go. So, you know, they work hard and and uh, put their lives on the line, really, to, to produce such amazing products for all of us in you know, all the ski resorts here in Utah. They really do. You were telling me before we jumped on to record here, uh, about uh, changes in restaurant is that has that already happened or it's going to happen? Yeah, that one already happened this this past season. Uh, kind of our our skier cafe we changed to the lookout, which is kind of at the base of our mountain. So that's uh, up and running and ready to to receive guests. It's been a, a nice new amenity. Are there also rumblings of a new lodge or something coming in at some point? Yeah. So uh, when when our uh, our new investing investor group uh, came online. They did share that we're going to build an inn, and that still is uh, slated to start here in the not-too-distant future. We're, we're excited to add that amenity, uh, not just for our destination guests, but for locals to come and get away and come see uh, the secret part, the secret resort, right? Yeah. Not as many people know about Sundance. So. I'm glad you put it that way, and uh, Navi, it's been a while. We'll be honest, it's been a while since we've actually been down there, but now that you're in retirement and you have nothing else to do... <laughs> And a, and a goal of actually skiing 80 days this season, we really need to put Sundance on that list. You know, I'll tell you, not only do I want to go down and see those new runs, if they're going to have a lodge, that's going to be my favorite. Because, you know, I always hate my last run because it means we have to drive home. Unless we're staying the night, then I'm the happiest man in the world because <laughs> I love staying yeah. at resorts. Yeah. All right. Tell them where to get more information if they haven't been there in a while, Blaine. Yeah, just go to our website, SundanceResort.com, and, and we've got all the information there. And then let's get you two up here to ski. In fact, let's get a time when you can come and ski with one of our hometown athletes, Stephen Nyman, who uh, does a lot with us up here. I know we could get, get you out with him for a morning. Well, we'll do that, and we'll bring the uh, recording equipment along. We'll make a day of it. That's uh, you, don't have, it. you don't have to twist these arms very hard. As Nav- yeah, we're all in. <laughs> As Navidomskis likes to say, done and we'll see you soon blaine wilkie thank you 
You're welcome. We'll see you soon. All right. Uh, we need to take another break. We'll come back. Roger Eggett will join me. We'll wrap up the program this week, of course, with uh, the cabins at Bear River Lodge and Trax Power Sports sponsoring this program week in and week out. Stay with me. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Just a couple of minutes here to uh, finish out the program. Roger Eggett, and quite frankly, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. <laughs> He's got a lot on his plate. So uh, he is uh, not going to be able to connect with us this week, which, uh, hey, hon, what you doing as with I your said, phone? with Take all the picture. things this man juggles, I'm not surprised. But anyway, he did want me to make mention of uh, something that is coming up next Friday. And I, if you're a, a lady out there that, you know, just can't find other females to go out and play in the outdoors with, and you'd like to make some new friendships, some uh, maybe lasting, long-lasting relationships, and get to know a snowmobile a little bit better. Next Friday is going to be a great opportunity up at the cabins at Bear River Lodge. The ladies' ride is scheduled for uh, Friday the 27th. You can stay Thursday night at the cabins and ride with uh, everybody on Friday or just come up for the day on Friday if that works better for you. It's $150 for breakfast and a snowmobile for Friday. Figure that out. Uh, Or $250 to stay the night and get breakfast and a snowmobile. So uh, just a a great way to spend not just some quality time, but also, as I mentioned, get to know somebody that maybe you can share some time with out in the uh, beautiful outdoors of Utah on a snowmobile at another time in your life. You can call this number to make a reservation for next Friday or just get more details. 801-798-1008 is the number. And, of course, you can always go to uh, BearRiverLodge.com. My thanks, as always, to Roger Eggett and Bear River Lodge, plus Trax Power Sports Rentals, where if you don't have your own machine, you're welcome to go and rent one anytime from Trax uh, Power Sports Rentals. Uh, But that's coming up next Friday. Also wanted to make sure I squeeze this in here. Uh, Utah's Morning News uh, on Friday was talking about this uh, fishing in Utah and the expectations of growth. This, quite frankly, took me a little by surprise. They say over 1.2 million pounds of fish were caught in Utah each year, but with growing populations and shrinking waters, it might be a little more complicated in the coming years. I just want to share part of a story that KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla uh, shared with Utah's Morning News this week. The Utah Division of Wildlife Resources says that population growth studies show that an additional 2.6 million anglers will be in need of fishing licenses by 2035. As of right now, Utah supplies over 400,000 anglers with licenses, and about 25% of them are non-residents. Our hope is that we'll be able to spread people across the landscape uh, by spreading these experiences, the availability of these experiences across the landscape. Alexandria Bonilla, KSL News Radio. Get that? 400,000 anglers, 25% of them are non-resident, and they're expecting that there's going to be another 2.6 million anglers that will need fishing licenses by 2035. So when we talk about, uh, as a skier, enjoying all of this snowfall, 
realize, of course, that it's going to be filling up our reservoirs and uh, putting water back into our streams, which means uh, better habitat for those fish, better opportunities for the fishermen coming up in the uh, months and years ahead. That's going to do it for this week's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Don't go away. Coming up next, it is The Greenhouse. Tan and Maria will help you with that. Don't forget, we've got Cougar basketball coming up tonight. They're in San Francisco to take on the Dons. Pre-game at 5, the kickoff at 6. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday morning. Back with Utah's Morning News and Amanda Dixon here on KSL. Years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.